You're listening to Thursday Mornings with Alex and Don. GMAD. Don is a pastor with 40 years experience. And Alex is just as curious as you are. We look at the most important and interesting questions about the Bible and Christian faith. So let's talk about it. Pastor Don. Good morning, Alex. How you doing? Good. Well, thank you for joining us, everyone. We're all glad that you're here, listening, watching, however you're doing this. We've got some, I kind of made some questions. These are just things that I've thought about, Hmm. that I've talked to people about, that were kind of gotcha questions for me. Gotcha. Oh, we're going to try to gotcha Don again. Yes. Okay. Because that's our favorite. Brace myself. Blessed are those who believe and have not seen is what was told to the disciples. I was told specifically Thomas. Right. Yeah. Now, the disciples got to see mm-hmm. the resurrected Christ. I believe in Jesus. Am I more blessed than the disciples? Oh, absolutely, Alex. You're yeah. more blessed. There's just no doubt about it. I mean, really, if they had the proof in the pudding, because right. they had him right there and they could stick their fingers in his hands, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, we believe even without that. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Alex, you're more blessed. All right. God bless you. Okay. That wraps that one up. That, that, was, that was pretty easy. Um, Got the easy one out early. Okay. Yeah, I think the rebuttal to it was like, um, well, and I thought it was funny. He's like, well, why are we listening to or reading all the books of people that were more blessed than them? You know, isn't that kind of like reading the textbook for chemistry from a fourth grader? And I was like, yeah. No, <laughs> no, no. Uh, this is God's divine word. Is that the right response? It's good. Okay, okay. It's good. All right, so the next one. Okay, the next one I thought was interesting because there was a comedian that I had listened to, and he was talking about how he likes to go uh, into different churches, right? Mm-hmm. He goes into different churches, and he likes to go and see their Jesuses. You know, they're, they're crucifix, they're right? Crucifix, you know, okay. all these yeah. images and everywhere. And he says, and they always look like the people who go there, right? Oh. So if this is a, uh, um, and sometimes it'll even be in like the title of the church, you know, like, um, you know, African Calgary Church. I think that's mm-hmm. one in, that's in Muscatine. That's like in a huge strip mall. Um, and uh, he was talking about how these went to a Korean church and he said, you know, everyone wants the Jesus to look like them, but I can guarantee one thing is that Jesus didn't look Korean. Right. But we like to do that. So also didn't look that white either. Probably not very no. white either. No. And skinny. He was, yep. he was skinnier yep. than most churches, people in the church. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Well, especially at the time of the crucifixion, for sure. Um, so I was kind of interested in like the, the different ancient civilizations right we knew that we i mean we both kind of agree in the general consensus is that there was definitely some travel within continents mm-hmm. you know however many years ago you want to go did they know who god was did, did, did the native americans at the time of jesus have any way of knowing about the resurrected jesus Not totally, but what's interesting is how interesting they... I mean, they were pretty much monotheist. Right. Like we are as Christians. Uh, It's interesting to... Their myths and things are almost Christian. Mm -hmm. Not totally. But the uh, lessons that come out 
would parallel the the morality. Right. Um, we have a hard time seeing that because we have, you know, uh, we, we see it through the glasses of the late 1800s. Right. And so it's not quite the same. Uh, and it's very hard now to get a pure, a, a, a pure handle on the culture pre-1600. Yeah. Because a lot of things have happened right. to the Native American culture. It's mm-hmm. hard to get back there that far. Right. Uh, but it's interesting to, to notice how close it was. So we're kind of saying that they weren't forgotten. They just saw God as something different. Because a lot of them will con- attribute something to, I think uh, the Mayans was Quetzalcoatl or something. And that was like they were looking for a sign of something. Mm-hmm. And then they had thought that maybe that was... Oh, whatever that conquistador's name was, oh, um, because yeah. they had seen a saw him hawk come. with a serpent sitting on a tree, and then they saw him, and oh. they're like, "Oh, that's it." And I forget what the rest of it was, but so are we kind of saying that, like, well, maybe they did know who God was, but isn't that kind of equating like God to something that he's not? Right, and and we need to come from the aspect that we were to take the gospel out in its form from what Jesus walked on the in Judea with. Okay. And, and so, yeah, there, there was some sense. I think uh, Ecclesiastes chapter 4 says there's always been eternity in the hearts of men. Okay. And, and so I think any culture has some sense of God. Okay. But I think we need to understand that it's most fully revealed in Jesus Christ. Yeah. And so somehow getting that out to the cultures. In fact, I think Jesus... In, Matthew chapter 24 says it's when the gospel is in every nation that he will come again. Mm-hmm. And so the, the need for the church to get the gospel out into every language and tribe and nation is important. Yeah. Uh, well, those missionaries tried to go to that one little island where people have not been able to go. That didn't work and good. That didn't work well. No. But they tried. They Yeah, well, they yeah. tried and... Uh, and and it, not it, yet, not, not yet. yet. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So Jesus won't be here this week. But right, uh, even so, what you know, I think we found out, like with uh, Elliot, James, James Elliot, down in South America, that uh, it's interesting what happens when somebody's put their life on the line to bring the gospel. There's often quite a turnaround in the tribe when they realize what's happened. Mm-hmm. When somebody was willing to give their life for this this message, yeah then there must be something in the message that's worth listening to. Yeah. And uh, Jim Elliott. Yeah, Jim Elliott. Jim Elliott. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And his group. Okay. I just didn't know if there was a... It's hard to see if like they were just like left behind. Is kind of the sense that a lot of people can jump to because they don't... I mean, we see that, you know, it spreads, right? Mm-hmm. So the gospel, Jesus spread... But it's pretty much centered in this tiny little part right. of the earth. Mm-hmm. And there's hundreds of thousands, I think, at the time all around. And so I don't understand how they were able to be saved or even know about the new covenant for thousands of years. And that one's kind of tough to get past. It kind of seems like it's not fair. Mm. You know, because there's kind of this middle ground, right? When all of a sudden Jesus brings us this new covenant, well, is it an instant or is it when you know, when you find out? 
you know? Right. Because some people probably didn't even get a chance. No, nope, they know. didn't. And that doesn't seem very fair. Well, but the, the burden is on us. Okay. To get the gospel out there. Right. And we're the ones that failed. Well, of course we failed. Yeah. We're going to fail a lot. We're going to do the best we can. But how, do, how does God see that then? Uh, does he treat that kind of like an infant that dies? Well, in First Peter, I think it talks about it'd be better that if somebody heard error in the gospel, it'd be better for them to not to have heard it at all. Yeah. Okay. For the even that's not we're exactly. Looking. Yeah, we're looking here. I'm sorry, guys. <clears throat> Yeah, I've heard that one too. Yeah, it's better to not have heard it at all than to than to have heard something that misrepresents or is right. Yeah, for this reason, the gospel was preached even to those who are now dead, so that they might be joy. No, that's not it. Okay, well, hmm. we might find that one. And I'll put have it to in look the, at that uh, up, but but it was almost as if uh, the ignorance or not knowing was better than knowing and rejecting. Yeah. Knowing the g- truth of the gospel and rejecting it, then there's no, no recourse for that. Okay. Whereas those who had never heard the gospel have an extra layer of grace, if you will. All right. Because they never heard it. Okay. So they're given a little bit of grace on that. Okay. Right. Well, that's good to know. I thought it was right there. That's just... Just can't quite find it there. Just can't quite find it. Um, when he does find it, I, I'll just go ahead and throw that into the comments or into the uh, episode description. <clears throat> so it'd just be like right underneath whatever you click on to uh, start playing an episode. I'll throw it in there somewhere so you can see it. If they escape corruption oh. of the world by knowing our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and are again entangled in it, and or overcome, they are worse off at the end than they were at the beginning. It would have been better for them not to have known the way of righteousness than to have known it and then turned their backs on the sacred command that was passed on to them. Hmm. That is uh, 2 Peter chapter 2, verses 20 and 21. That's kind of interesting. Um. Then he adds, of them... The Proverbs is true. A dog returns to its vomit, and a sow that is washed goes back to her wallow in the mud. Oof. Pretty, I mean, that's very sobering thoughts. But what is better off about it? Are you still able to be saved? I, I think God has a, 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 a sense of grace for those who have never heard the gospel about Jesus Christ, what happened on the cross, what he did for our sins, uh, discipleship, and all the things that he gives us in Matthew 28, 19. Uh, there's a grace there that someone who's never heard the gospel has, right. that someone who's heard the gospel and turned a blind eye to it will not get. Okay. So it's the hearing it and turning a blind eye. That's the, um, there's the dividing line. Like what if they've just heard little bits of it or they've um, kind of made up their opinion based on just like little the, things. The kind of like is, in the last episode when we had the, 
Um, God has not put me on his short list of judges as <laughs> whether I get to speak into that. He, he's judge and jury. Yeah. And so at the end of time, at the end of our life, it depends on what we have decided about Jesus. Okay. And uh, I, I guess I go back to that Ecclesiastes chapter 4 piece. You know, he has put in each of our minds sort of a sense of eternity. And that's important for us to realize that it's, it's created in us. How are we going to spend that eternity? How are we? Yeah. So follow Jesus. That's right. Okay. I think, I think we did a good job with that one. Um, I heard a theory. This is going to be a new thing. I heard this theory that the ark that was built did not necessarily float on water, but went to a different planet and then returned once God had fixed the planet. Kind of giving way to a... Yeah, exactly. Okay. And it went through a long list, you know, it went through the whole passage talking about how, uh, you know, the original Greek for some of it was, could be kind of not, so it does say... You know, it, it does kind of lay out as a, you know, a boat on water built for that because you're making it out of wood. How's that going to survive in outer space? You know, God can do whatever he wants with True. that. But yeah. um, it kind of like along the same lines as, you know, when we say, you know, old earth versus young earth uh, creation theology, when he says day, I used to think, oh, well, that because someone had told me, right? They're like, the Greek word, it doesn't, you know, it just means a length of time. It's like, no, no, it, it is a literal translation to what we believe is a 24-hour day. True. Now there's, there's different opinions as to if that can be made longer. Right. Right. Um, but it does hold a little, it well, holds a little bit of water, but not much. Yeah, and they go to Second Peter chapter 3, a day is like a thousand years. In the- right. That doesn't really yeah. do it for me. That is Second uh, Peter chapter three verse nine, I think. Mm-hmm. Eight, excuse me. Right. So I just happen to have it open. Yeah. Huh. Uh, that being, yeah, I don't give that any credence at all. Me either. No. No, that one was just kind of a fun one that I had looked at, but it was just like eh. I had, somebody had fun with that one. I'm sure. sure. Yeah. Yeah. Conspiracy. Yeah. The Gilgamesh epic is actually out of another culture. Yeah. That would parallel the story of Noah and the Ark. Yep. And so I, I'd say, well, you got two sources talking about a boat. I think let's go for the boat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, there's tons of ancient there is. stories of the flood and same kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they, a lot of them say the same, you know, timbers or, you know, the same boats or anything, but it's interesting how a lot of them said, you know, well, there used to be a bunch of people and then a big flood came and this one guy had favor with God and brought all the animals and saved them all. And then we started all over. Mm-hmm. Reset. Oh, interesting. But I guess that kind of leads that kind of leads right back to what we just the the you know talking about ancient civilizations. Did they get to have that covenant with Jesus or with God and Jesus? And did they get to have the new covenant? And did they get to know God, the real God, and not just stuff they made up? Is God has always been there? Maybe that was ah. See, that was a good way to bring that into it. I think because it's hard to see. It's hard to see where God's working, and it's easy just to dismiss, you know, a, you know, a. Well, and 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 most cultures, the God is vindictive 
and mean yeah. and tyrannical. And uh, Jesus brings us to a God of love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For he so loved the world right. that he brought Jesus into the world. Yeah. And uh, so that's a different, that's, that's a nuance of our, our God that isn't paralleled mm-hmm. in other cultures. Yeah. It's interesting how a lot of those civilizations, those individual tribes and groups of people have now all integrated into one, in, integrated into another major culture. Mm-hmm. And their gods have, you know, kind of gone by the wayside. Um, and I mean, a lot of them still kind of hold those rituals and stuff like that, but have moved to Christianity, hopefully. Right. And oh, and, and it's happening today in droves. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Christianity is moving in other nations much faster than it's moving right here. Yeah. Yeah. It's good to see. Yeah. It, it makes me sad sometimes, but it's yeah. good to see. You should see how it's growing in Ethiopia. Got oh, a yeah? report on how big the church is, how, how fast the gospel is moving in Ethiopia. Yeah. Where it's got the major challenge of Muslim, yeah. uh, Muslim religion behind on the other side. Mm-hmm. And people are willingly giving their lives to follow Jesus. Yeah. Literally. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Another really cool thing I, I got from just starting to read like a kid's version or a kid's uh, Bible, I think, I don't remember exactly who wrote it, but it's a, a little bit of a condensed, it leaves out all of the begats. Um, <laughs> and I was reading it to Charlie and trying to make it exciting. And we thought it was really cool, you know, like how he made all the fish and stuff. And then I wanted, then I was telling him about the, how he made the stars. And he's like, why did he, why the, are the stars? And I think it's really cool that every ancient civilization is using those stars as a way to mark every decision they make in their entire life for the seasons, for what they mm. need to do, what they okay. need to accomplish, how they need to create and produce so that they can later give. And it's interesting how God put that in all of their heads to mm-hmm. use that as a tool for a successful civilization anyways. Right. Mark the seasons, mark the year. Yeah, you can even tell the weather sometimes. Mm-hmm. Have you ever used the stars for any sort of... Uh... I don't have enough study behind it to know whether... It, I know enough that, well, like this morning, so rain after 7, done before 11, you know? I know that. You know no that. No stars. The only one of those I know is uh, red sun in morning, sailors take warning, red sun at night, sailors delight. Yep. Yep. That was one I always got from my mom, too. Mm-hmm. Of course, my grandpa was also in the Navy, too, so that was a popular one there. Well, um, it's in John chapter 3. What is that are you kidding me how did i not know that oh boy well um hopefully i'm not the only one learning this right now i hope i am not the only one because that's kind of cool the wind blows wherever you see it yes you should not be surprised when you wind blows wherever you see you hear it sound you can't tell where it comes from where it's going and uh, it's a We're saying it's we in there. We testify that you still have, uh, we've spoken to earthly things. <laughs> oh, I know it's in there. Well, we might have to put two of those in the episode description. Okay. okay. Well, Don. I think we should be done. Okay. 
Well, how about you pray us out then? <laughs> you just surprised Don. You you've got me twice today, and that's pretty good. You know, I know you're slipping. I'm slipping, or I'm getting good at one of the two. But that could be both. Could be both. Yeah. All right, Heavenly Father, we thank you for the privilege you've given us to be in other people's homes and in their ears. Heavenly Father, may your peace be with us and be with those who are listening to us, and may an urgency to get your message to new places and new individuals around us. Be a part of our day, our thoughts, looking for those opportunities the Holy Spirit opens for us to talk to others about you. And we pray that a peace that is beyond our understanding will go with us as we do that. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Amen. Well, thanks, everyone, for joining us today. Uh, We've had a lot of fun with this one. Um, But we will see you all next week. Lord willing. Bye. Thanks again for joining us for this week's episode. We are both having a ton of fun making these videos and episodes. And if you're having fun too, please tell a friend about this and help us to grow this mission. Thank you and God bless.